0: You're listening to Nothing
1: Important.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Nothing Important Podcast. My name is Brian, and with me, as always, is game one of the 2016 World Series, Dave I totally you
2: you used your last name. Boo. You can cut out your last name. <laughs> Boo.
0: And on the third <laughs> mic, <laughs> on the third mic is uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, Jeff
2: Fuck. All right, start this shit over Boo. again. All
0: right. But <laughs> this is the cold open. I'm
2: bleeping out last names, Brian. <laughs> 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 and I'm going to bleep out our last names and play it as a cold open.
3: Please enjoy the show.
0: This is the Nothing Important podcast. My name is Brian, and with me, as always, is But Hurt Dave. <laughs> oh, I was hoping you said Game One of the World <laughs> <laughs> Series
2: again because I had a different response.
0: <laughs> and on the third mic is not so But Hurt Jeff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got a cream for it, so
0: it's fine. I can't. I'm not But Hurt tonight, man. The Cubs won Game Two. Party in the streets, Did y'all. They finally win. It, it, it just wrapped up as we started recording, right? Did they did they went they won, right? Like yeah, they five points it's or over something like that.
2: It is done. They won five to one. Good job,
0: Cubbies. <laughs> you know, I I was uh, I I can usually tell here when uh, the game is over because my upstairs neighbor usually starts jumping on the floor <laughs> and uh, like just rattles my whole apartment. And, uh, during these late games wakes up my kid, but I haven't heard my kid, my kids scream yet. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't sure if it, if it was done, but gentlemen, good, uh, speaking with you. We haven't spoken a couple weeks. We've been kind of busy. Uh, uh, sure. Dave and I do have a new episode of it's all Goodman up over at our, it's all Goodman feed. You can find that at it's all or on iTunes. It's a uh, chat we did with Ann Lerner, who's actually the film liaison for Albuquerque, New Mexico so it was kind of cool talking to a, like an actual official and uh you know somebody who kind of helped uh put the show together but wasn't like a character or anything on part of the show. It was it was really interesting chat. But still
2: has intimate knowledge of the film industry and still has some pretty cool yeah. stuff to say about other aspects of what goes on behind the scenes when filming one of the best television shows there is
0: right now. That sounds exactly. cool. Exactly. Exactly. So you want to make sure to check that out at com. Or you can uh, look up Better Call Saul on the iTunes charts because we own that shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're never really like number one in the TV category, but if you look up Better Call Saul, Jeff, it's like the, the out of the top twenty five episodes, twenty four of them are usually us. But there's like one, there's one nerdist in the writers room episode from like two years ago that always keeps us from like unanimously uh, wiping out the entire top 25. <laughs> like it always, it always will. Yeah, it always will. <laughs> I know. Damn you, Chris, Damn Hardwick. you, Chris Hardwick <laughs> way to be infinitely more successful than I am. But gentlemen, it's good to see you. Uh, I got married again this weekend. Congratulations. I'm sure your parents must be proud. Is- because that is something people totally do for their sixth anniversaries. (laughs) (laughs) Renew their vows. Yeah, it's like
2: number one is to eat the cake. Number two is like silverware. I think five is gold, seven is silver, Mm -hmm. and six is remarriage in front of Elvis.
0: Yeah, and uh, I I was out in Vegas last year for one of my friends' wedding, and the guy who was dressed up as Elvis for my uh, vow renewal is actually the same guy that wed two of my friends last year at the same time
2: that's did you do that on purpose or was that just a weird coincidence
0: no just a weird coincidence oh, wow. because you know how many because like my my friends who got married last year were like oh well we got married by this guy because he didn't he wasn't an elvis impersonator at her at their wedding oh and you know they're like oh he's so like he was a just really-
3: a
2: guy who was dressed up in an elvis outfit at their wedding <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i was gonna say no he did their wedding and then they went you know what you know what this act needs you gotta dress up as Elvis for the next one,
0: right? <laughs> but uh, either way, so we we pull up. We got married, uh, remarried, married, whatever. Uh, we got we had it done in front of the uh, Las Vegas sign, which I had never seen before, and mm. it was kind of cool because they sent a limo for us, and it, you know it's supposed to take you through Las Vegas to the the Welcome to Las Vegas uh, sign, which is actually right next to an airport. Right, I didn't know that. It's, yeah, it's like yeah had no clue and uh we're we're headed to the stoplight to get on the highway and all of a sudden all these uh cars like police cars and such start like whipping in front of people and blocking off the road and we thought there was a giant accident but uh no apparently right at that moment is when barack obama decided that he needed to come to las vegas and we actually almost (laughs) missed our Elvis impersonator because we were stuck in that limo for an hour and 45 minutes
2: oh Jesus hey when someone's got to shoot dice they got to shoot
0: dice man. that's right <laughs> air, Fo- air force one on standby yo <laughs> <laughs> exactly so we uh we eventually made it had, had an awesome time um is it, it, uh, oh and so then as we're doing the ceremony too you know it, it's kind of funny I was telling my wife we, th- we thought it was going to be funny because we were like, oh, well, we should go to Vegas. Oh, let's go renewing our vows while we're there b- with Elvis, because why not, right? Right, right. <laughs> and so When in Vegas? Right, exactly. And we totally expected the hilarity to come from the awkwardness of having some guy dressed like Elvis marry you. But he actually, it was just like genuinely a lot of fun. The guy was super super cool about it. He was super good at his, at his job and we were just having a great time. And, uh, what made the timing perfect was, uh, as we were getting married, a tour bus pulled up and about, a, and about 80 people were now, uh, also at our wedding. There's always, there's, <laughs> always people, <laughs> there's always people at the, at the Vegas sign, you know, like, you know, like little groups of people here uh-huh. and there, but, uh, yeah, a tour bus pulled up and suddenly, uh, everybody was filming us and taking pictures and, uh, at at our original wedding, when we first got married, there was probably maybe 12 people there. So so just by, (laughs) so your your wife finally got the big wedding she's always wanted. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Right. It, it, It was awesome. Uh, I didn't win any money in Vegas. Uh, but, uh, one thing I did notice is, uh, Vegas is probably the only place left where uh you can ha- you can smoke a cigar in an ice cream shop.
3: <laughs> that sounds excellent. Right. My favorite Las Vegas thing <laughs> that I've ever done there was smoke a cigarette while taking a dump in a
0: bathroom. <laughs> Cause Cause that was can't...
3: oddly satisfying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing like uh how how weird that is uh, be- uh because obviously you can't you can't smoke anywhere but it's amazing how Vegas Totally not, allows that.
2: You'll be- it's not every state though, because when when my last band, uh, we used to practice in Indiana, and we would make sure we stopped and ate at a certain restaurant, like right on the border, because you could smoke in the restaurants in Indiana still, and then we come back home. <laughs> it's not every state. I don't think every state's done it yet, if I'm not mistaken, because you know Nevada is one of them. But it's the simple joys. Yeah. It's it's smoking a cigarette at the table right before your meal comes, taking a shit while you're smoking. It's great. put your cigar out in some little kid's ice cream cone and then throw it in the trash in front of his face
0: yeah it looks like uh, a hobo hat (laughs) (laughs) i also almost got to got to beat up a bum uh this would make three trips to vegas in a row that i've been there where a homeless guy has uh tried to physically fight me for no reason so it's a nice you say
2: got to as though it's like a luxury (laughs) right right right. (laughs) I thought he was gonna say the last two times he's been there he won a boxing match or something
0: (laughs) (laughs) no when when my wife and I were there uh a few years ago a guy kind of lunged at me and I kind of laughed it off when I was there last year for my friend's wedding uh one of the you know how like uh, homeless people in um in Vegas love to sleep on the overpass (laughs) you know like you have the people uh jeff you've been there uh dave i don't know if you have been once okay so you know how there's there's the people walkers on the overpass yeah 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 like homeless people love to sleep on those
2: Hmm.
0: and um last time i left my friends because i wanted to go adventuring by myself and um and one of those like sleeping homeless guys like lunged at me they like, scream something at me. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is your problem? Well, th- this time there was this crazy homeless guy. The uh, escalators going down back to the street were broke. So everybody was using the stairs. And there was just a guy standing next to it and harassing them until we walked up. And then the guy like confronts me directly <laughs> and tries to start a fight with me. And I'm like, all right, fuck this. I'm not going to beat up a homeless dude. All right. So I, I just turned <laughs> my back to him and I go to the elevator and the whole time he's yelling behind me and I'm just like telling my wife, like <laughs> I start like handing my stuff to my wife. I'm like, I'm just going to kill this guy. Like, I'm just going to kill this guy. <laughs> and, uh, so like, I'm just sitting there waiting for him to like touch me or grab me. Cause the thing is, is like, I'm a big proponent of like, you know, if you, if you're really going to get into a fight, you should strike first, uh-huh. but there's like, uh, exceptions to that. And one of them would be like druggy drunk people because like, really, what do you win by that? Right. <laughs> you know what sure. I mean? Sure. That like, makes yeah. sense. I, I, I totally could have whooped his ass, but then I would have been the completely sober guy that just yeah. beat the fuck out of some guy who's absolutely wasted and retarded. Right. <laughs> but so uh, in his uh, in his eyes to uh, show me how crazy he is, he grabbed the wet, like the tall, like three foot f- tall, uh, wet floor sign right next to me. Mm-hmm. And he <laughs> okay. decides that he's, he's going to take it and chuck it over the 10 foot glass wall down onto the street from the overpass big tough guys uh, like las vegas boulevard or whatever (laughs) that is yeah yeah that's not busy what was what was awesome about it was is he he the first time he attempted it bounced off the glass and hit him right back in the face (laughs) 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 he got it over the second time but (laughs) but, oh good good for him perseverance pays off persistence Right. But by then, we just walked down the stairs that he previously had blocked me from. And, you know, like the whole time I was sitting there thinking, like, like me and my wife were talking about it. She's like, I thought you were going to throw that guy down the broken escalator. And I'm huh. like, well, it was tempted. But it's weird because, like, in that moment, like, you have those debates with yourself, you know, like, I'm like fighting my instinct. I'm like, I should just murder this guy. Like, like if he yells at Chris, <laughs> I'm going to kill him. But then I'm like, no, because I'd be the guy that killed a hobo. <laughs> right. Again. Again. And suddenly you're I'm, the asshole. Right. right. How many more hobos have to die just because of my impulses? <laughs> <laughs> well, or oh, instincts. My- or lust. I had a little run-in yeah, with so that- a bum myself. <laughs> you had a run-in with a bum? Coming out of the studio 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Really? In, in Joliet, Illinois? I'm so shocked. Yeah,
2: no, know. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like Night of the Living Dead. Two blocks away here. from the casino? Again, shocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was kind of freaky. I just kind of ignored him. He looked like he was, uh, who's the uh, the crackhead Dave Chappelle does always scratching his face? You know, Tyrone Biggums? Tyrone Biggums. He's like Tyrone <laughs> Biggums. Like, I come out of the studio, and he just, like, he's sleeping on the porch of the bar, and he just pops up, and he starts, like, looking at me, like, scratching himself, and I just, like, <laughs> walk past him. And I went and got cigarettes down down the street, and on the way back, I knew I had to get back in. This guy's gonna be sleeping there again, and it's like a horror movie because, like, I walk past them, I get the key in the lock, I hear him pop up, and then I can't find the hold the second lock, so I'm struggling, and I'm like, I feel like he's getting closer to me, like it's, you know he's gonna kill me or something. But then he was really just sitting there staring at me, looking for soup or a cigarette or he something. He was masturbating. He
3: was probably. <laughs> he really might have been.
0: Right. <laughs> so is is the next Cubs game in uh, Chicago? It is in it Chicago. Is. Next
2: three on Friday.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, because so they,
0: they have a road. travel
2: day right now. Friday, Saturday. How Sunday. many?
0: How many do you have to win to win? Four. Four. Okay, so it's best of seven. Best of seven. Yeah. So I'm an idiot. So everybody keeps messing with me. People are like, "Oh, well they could win." Like I I thought it was like honestly like a uh, best of 9 for some reason. No, I'm no, like, no. "Holy fuck, the, the sport never ends." No, it's not <laughs> hockey. It's the best of 73. Cuz yeah. cuz <laughs> the thing is, is like uh, I, I, I I'm i am largely indifferent to the whole deal, you uh-huh. know? Like my wife, she's she's very excited that the Cubs are in the World Series and of course Dave's excited that the Cubs are uh, and uh, Jeff, you might be as well. I don't know. I am. I, I am, yeah, like, actually. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's cool, right? Like, you know, I don't wish them any ill will. It's just not something I've ever been into. So it's not like I have a lot of emotional in- investment in it. Right. Sure. Yep. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So. But well, you're not the only have.
2: one, my friend. There are plenty of people around that do have no emotional investment in either way with Hello, this year. Brian he's gone oh it is yeah
3: that's cool but at least oh he, yeah he doesn't uh, know
2: that I said that so he's gonna find it funny when we get to the episode
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he dropped out like a crazy person that's right
0: Ladies and gentlemen on the Someone Important Hotline, it's Brett Green from the CBS show The Inspectors. Brett, welcome to Nothing Important.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, guys.
0: Absolutely. We're glad that you're here. Uh on the uh on the horn is uh also Dave and Jeff. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, Brett. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> such a lame joke <laughs> what's going on what's going on what's going on so uh we're glad that you made time to speak with us tonight the inspectors on cbs uh it's it's i gotta admit it it's it's a very interesting premise it's about uh mail inspectors i'm not I'm, I'm a post office post office general inspectors am i using the correct term
1: <laughs> no they're called postal inspectors um yeah and and you know what uh Fun fact, they are actually the oldest federal agency in America. Oh. So uh, they, were, uh, they were there before the FBI, before the uh, DEA, the CIA, all that stuff. Uh, and Benjamin Franklin actually helped it. So I don't know. They're kind of badasses in my book. <laughs> it's fair. It's only a matter of time That's before actually- God's own show. <laughs> you can tell the show's been prepping me, huh?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I would imagine if it's you- if it's a children's show, it must have some educational value that you got to, you know, Things be thrown in about history, history and facts, and things like that.
0: It's a family show, Dave.
1: Yeah, the show's a it's, it's correct family family show for co-viewing where you know parents and uh, parents and kids watching. So yeah, I mean it's it's really cool. Every every week there's a new crime um, that's being committed that's kind of like a white collar, um, maybe unheard of, unknown crime that that uses the mail and. Uh, you so that's one thing is, is to obviously entertain on television, but the other aspect of our show is, is to educate. And so, you know, a lot of these crimes people aren't aware of, um, or someone, you know, you know somebody who's done it, like a Jamaican lottery scam, or, a, you know, hey, I'm going to give you a debit card, it's got six grand, you know, you take two and give me the rest back kind of thing. <laughs> um, people fall for that stuff. And, and so, you know, the show kind of, um, you know, showcases how to not be a victim of that kind of crime.
0: See, that's great that you brought that up, because... Uh as I was doing research, I'm like, really? What kind of like crimes <laughs> could there be? But yeah, that totally encompasses all sorts of all sorts of uh, written scams as such. And how interesting are the majority of the uh, of the cases on your show? Are they based off real life cases?
1: Every last one of them are. So we work really closely with the United States Post Office, or excuse me, the United States Postal Inspection Service. Big difference. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, they, they, they basically, um, inspect any, any crime that uses the mail. So yeah, like when, back in the day when they were sending anthrax to the mail and trying to, you know, get that to the president and all that stuff, I mean, that's, that's, that's their jurisdiction. So, um, it's been really cool learning about new crimes that I had no idea existed and a a federal agency I had no clue existed. So, um, yeah, everybody's learning a little something with this show.
2: (laughs) Infotainment. (laughs) What'd you say, Dave? I said infotainment.
0: Infotainment is what I said. Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> so you were just picked up. Uh, the second season just started recently, correct?
1: Yeah, second season is uh, four episodes in. Um, you know, second season was a lot of fun. We, you know, no one knew what they were doing going into that first season. It's like, all right, guys, we're gonna make a a Saturday morning scripted show about. Mm-hmm. The- Essentially, what everyone thought it was the post office, right? And so, um, first season, we went in kind of like, "What is this?" And as we started to meet more postal um, inspectors, and we started to meet, um, you know, I started to meet with people who were uh, who were in wheelchairs. Uh, you know, that whole thing. We, we started to really meet a lot of people that, that provided a lot of insight, and made the show better. So, um, season two. It's it definitely a, a cut above the rest. I've seen a handful of episodes, and uh, it's definitely something people should watch. You know, if you don't want to set your alarm clock to wake up on Saturday morning, set your DVR, watch it whenever you want. Right. So you know, it is yeah.
3: on Saturday morning, like on CBS. Is that right?
1: Yeah, on CBS. It's kind of. um I hate to compare it to it, but uh, Saved by the Bell was the same way. It was a Saturday morning scripted show um, that was also educational. So you know, if people say, "Well, that, that that can't work," but well, you know, look in the past, man. Word for say by the bell, and it's definitely working for us too. Our viewership's great.
3: You know. So then my question the- for that is, why do you hate cartoons?
1: <laughs> <laughs> why does everyone hate, hate cartoons? Yeah, they don't they don't they don't play them anymore. <laughs>
0: that's that's a great answer to that, <laughs> to that question. Um, true, man. It's true. <laughs> see, and that that's what I miss the most about is. uh uh, you're, you're, uh, significantly younger than I am, but like, we, you know, back in the day, we used to wake up and you get a bowl of cereal. You'd watch cartoons till like one o'clock when WWF came on right. that was back when it was still called WWF. And then I started thinking, I was like, wow, these guys are on at 11 AM on Saturday. And I'm glad to hear that your viewership is doing good because for those of us who, who know nothing about the business and aren't privy to any of the stats, you would say, wow, that's gotta be an incredibly hard time slot to fill. But then as I I thought about it more, it's like, yeah, you know, like not everybody's going to wake up at seven o'clock anymore to catch their favorite cartoon, you know, but it's still Saturday morning. So there's folks who are still kind of getting the day started, but kind of in that lounge mode where like they could eat breakfast, but they're probably going to eat lunch because they're still waiting for somebody to get out of the shower and such. So you're like actually in a really great time spot. Yeah. You know, it's not,
1: it's not bad. It's it's, it's catching, um, the moms who were you know, making making breakfast for the kids and um, you know, have the T V on, have some noise going and, and, and so, you know, we, we do take that into consideration when we're filming. We're like, all right, we've gotta we gotta make sure we know that some people at this time slot might not um, necessarily be watching uh you know, giving giving us hundred percent of their attention. And so um, you know, they they take that into consideration when we're writing and, and when we're acting and just trying to figure out, you know, what we can do to just keep the show uh, moving, just to keep, you know, and in, in today's today's society, it's like everybody's got such short attention spans. You know, we've got to got to keep keep their attention.
0: Right. Exactly. Absolutely. I read on your uh, I I read on your uh, IMDb that you're a rapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't think I was going to bring that up, did you?
1: <laughs> no, I mean pretty much. Pretty much everybody does, because I'd have to say, you know, if that was my, my, my bio sheet, that's probably the most interesting fact on there, or just maybe the, the one you'd least expect. But, yeah, you yeah, haven't done it for uh, quite some time. We do, like, a fun parody rap. uh a lot of music videos to them, and you have got a lot of fun doing it.
0: Uh-oh. I, know, I, well, I I made it a point to watch some of them today. What you should do is uh, you should send us one of the tracks, and we'll put it on the show. We Every once in a while, we do uh, – a uh where we feature a song uh for our mid show music break. We we would totally put one of your songs on.
1: Done. I will I will get uh I'll get Amy to uh to keep your info and I'll send it over to you for sure. <laughs> I
0: think I think Dave's furiously googling right now, trying to, no, <laughs> trying to pick Actually,
2: a... no, but I was I was kinda waiting for a spot to mention to our gracious guest that Brian also was a rapper at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yes, we were in a hillbilly yeah, so- hi- hillbilly hip hop band together back in the day.
1: <laughs> is that? Is that uh, are you serious? You actually were in a hillbilly rap band? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's called White Trash Stand. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get to this. All right. So last week I was on a talk show at USC, a student talk show um, that they produced, and I they they also found out that I rapped, and they they just put me on the spot live they were like can you freestyle or maybe do some of your lyrics for us and so i i did it and now i have to do the same thing to you will you no, share some of your
2: lyrics with us? <laughs> <laughs> actually there's, <Wow>. an, there's <laughs> an episode of our podcast where we played four or five tracks that we used to do we put it it was a white trash of sand special
1: oh. podcast <laughs> i like how you got yeah. that one too. I right,
0: right. Sorry, I can't. My, my, I can't hear. My, my computer's breaking up. <laughs>
2: no, actually, I was just trying to redirect you to go listen to some more. I Mike, wanted you to go listen my, to more shows so we, our numbers go up. Is what I was trying to do.
0: My, my internet's fuzzy. I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that whole thing. All, all I heard is that. Uh, all, all I, all I heard is that you're on the
1: inspectors Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back and listen to a couple of them because I'd love to hear. I don't know if ever been heard it totally rap.
3: hillbilly hip-hop hillbilly hillbilly hillbilly. (laughs)
1: hip-hop let's be semantically correct here hillbilly hip-hop alliteration makes it better
0: (laughs) exactly that's great great, though you totally put me on the spot I tell you what maybe uh, if if you ever need like like a guest rapper you know who's like not really talented or good (laughs) you (laughs) know and uh, is kind of uh, unattractive and chubby yeah well I tell you what (laughs) I tell you (laughs) what We'll say, We'll make sure to send you links, and you let me know if you want me in one of your songs. If you're like, man, I really need this song to be about a hundred times more crappy. <laughs> let's put Brian, on. you send. You
1: send. You send me those links. I'll send you my
2: uh, uh. <laughs> Absolutely, this has now become an appropriate episode for that time of the month. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there too.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, Brett, it's it's an absolute deal. I uh, <laughs> uh we'll we'll send you links. And then uh who knows, maybe one day we'll collaborate and next time you're on the show, you and you we'll have Dave next time you're on the show, Dave is an audio engineer. We'll have Dave put together a beat and then you and I you and I can rap battle. How about that?
1: <laughs> that sounds fantastic. I am I'll sorry.
3: I'll just sit in the foreground and
0: go DJ clue, 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 clue
1: exclusive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well we'll absolutely make that happen uh brett thank you so much for coming on the nothing important podcast make sure to check out brett on the inspectors uh saturday morning on cbs brett thank you so much
1: thanks a lot guys it was fun being on
2: thanks brett
3: thank you
0: thanks man Uh, good save, Dave. Way to save my ass
2: on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I, it was a two pronged attack because I was like, wait, okay, so we can totally just direct people to go to listen to some old episodes now. And not telling them which episode to find, it makes them click a bunch of episodes trying to find it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that uh uh Brett Green, totally uh totally cool dude. Um that turned out to be uh, much
2: better than I expected of an interview.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he totally uh uh, I love how you called his show a kid's show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's, that it's is nominated hilarious. for six children's Emmys. What else am I supposed to call it? I think it's one of those EI shows that show right. up. It's Where nominated it goes, for okay? six children's Emmys. What else am I supposed to call it?
0: <laughs> well, a family show, Dave? Family. It's show? nominated for family. six
3: children's Emmys. If it's before like 10 o'clock, it's a kid's show. But mm. if it's after ten, then you start getting to family, and then if it's uh, after like seven, then the it fa- becomes like adult.
2: Where's the family Emmy nominations? And then after like eleven,
3: where's it's the young X. adult
2: Emmy nominations? They're children's Emmys.
0: All right. Uh, so let's uh, let's uh, we'll 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 start with the recap, and then uh, and then we'll wrap up. How's that sound, guys? Cool. Sure. <laughs> your beard is actually kind of amazing. <laughs> I've been trying to
3: twirl it and tweeze it out the right ways really accentuate the the fancy parts
0: I had it right, totally well the
3: ones that actually connect together
2: like a
0: gentleman mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had
2: a joke that I wanted right. to make too and I had to stop myself so I want to say it now that when you guys are talking about being out on at eleven thirty I wanted to be like well that's the time my mom used to sit me down in the front of the TV while Uncle Rick would come over <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you Dave, you can stop recording. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to follow Nothing Important online at nothingimportantpodcast.com. Find us on iTunes, on Twitter at NotImportantPC, and you can also find us on Facebook. Nothing Important is recorded with help from Third City Sound in Joliet, Illinois. Thanks for being awesome.